Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. We are happy to be with you once again here on the Ticket Water Cooler for our Thursday show. And, of course, we've got our new Thursday tradition of bringing Brian Munson of Husker online. And on three on, we'll do so at 1230. If you're listening on our, what is it, the word, terrestrial? Terrestrial. Terrestrial. I don't even know how to spell that. Terrestrial radio. Uh, We will be uh, sending it off to the Royals here at 1230. So if you want to listen to that interview, find our streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. While you're there, like, uh, comment, share, subscribe. you know, anything, any any sort of interaction. Do all about. of the things. Do all of them, in fact, uh, and uh, and try to go to every stream that we have. You can also find us, of course, on Allo TV channel nine fifty one. Uh, as we continue to find more and more ways uh, to allow you guys to to find us and, and get uh, our wonderful programming here at ninety three seven. The ticket, uh, Rico. It is a, a glorious day for you as your Knicks have survived another day. You're... My Celtics are are right there. Uh, on I'm I'm nervous. I'm sweating for you're on the tonight. verge of collapse. Uh, on the verge of collapse. Colin Cowherd wants to break up the whole team for some reason. Uh, if the Celtics do lose, or even if they win the championship tonight, yep, that checks out. Uh, that that he got made fun of quite a bit for that ridiculous trade that he proposed uh, yesterday. Um, but um, he got attention, so sometimes that's probably what he's looking for. It's really, all you're looking for is yeah. attention. So the NBA playoffs are, are going strong, uh, and so that, that's a lot of fun. But of course, we always start Huskers first here on the Ticket Water Cooler. In the latest news, a few different points to, to get to real quick. Um, is that Casey Thompson has found his transfer destination, Florida Atlantic. Um, not a surprise. This was kind of the, the place that he took a visit to. He had some other interests that in, in, in kind of bigger schools also left open the idea, maybe thought about coming back to Nebraska, ultimately chi- decides to go to Florida Atlantic. Um, I, I, I don't think that there's really anything. This isn't an Adrian Martinez situation where we're going to you know look at him closely and see uh, if, his, if, if, if he has a really good season, um, then Nebraska fans will felt burnt and, or, or whatever. I think there's only one person, well, two people that you're looking at that transferred out. You're looking at closely if they have really good seasons, yeah. not to feel burnt, but just to feel what could have been. And yeah. it's kind of the two that you mentioned uh, on the captain show a, a while ago, and that's Hausman and Allen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those are guys not just next year, <laughs> but for the next several years, you're going to want to see how their careers go. Um, for uh, Casey Thompson, short of going undefeated and being in the Heisman race, uh, I don't think th- that that's going to happen. I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's the plan at Florida Atlantic. I'm sure they'd like to do that, but um, it's uh, it, you know. So it's, it's just one of those situations. I think Nebraska fans will cheer for him, but. Uh, I think it's it's also interesting to kind of I always kind of think about the legacy that 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 you leave here. Hmm. Um, he's a kid that obviously has uh, has a bit of a legacy in Oklahoma, has a bit of a legacy, you know, because of his father, has a bit of a legacy at Texas, has a bit of a legacy now at Nebraska, and and now moving on to to Florida Atlantic, where he will establish his own there. Um, again, I I don't think you're you're ever going to put him in in the same conversation as Eric Crouch or Tommy Frazier. But what are your kind of thoughts uh, on on Casey Thompson, do you have any, like, I think with this transfer, does it leave you with any big questions about Casey Thompson? Or is it this just kind of, uh, you know, a, a nod to him because he was tough and, um, you know, maybe it just didn't work out? For me, it's just what could have been. And it's kind of the same, you know, 
albeit a, a much shorter time uh, with Adrian Martinez, where you see you, you saw a bunch of flashes with Adrian, like what could have been, how good he could have been with with um, weapons and an offensive line and an offensive uh, and an offensive coordinator that stuck around for more than a year or two. Um, just a lot of what could have been with Casey Thompson, where his is mostly just the offensive line. He had a ton of weapons surrounding him, as you've you've seen. You know, um, people make it to the NFL, and some of the guys that were really excited about this this coming year. Um, but if if Casey would have gotten more protection and didn't have to, you know, be as tough as we keep commending him for, uh, because he was getting beat up every single day or every single Saturday, um, just what him and the offense could have looked like had he been able to stay upright in the pocket and sling the ball around to the many weapons that he had. That's really all it's going to be for me with Casey Thompson. I don't know, like lasting legacy. There isn't really anything. I mean, you'll always remember, um, at least I'll always remember the Purdue game, just going back and forth, t- just chucking the ball up to Trey Palmer, just like, Hey, you know, you know, screw it. Trey's down there somewhere. You know, that meme, um, that'll probably be the lasting legacy, but it, it's nothing terribly crazy outside of that and just his crazy football IQ and uh, getting him at the podium and just listening to him um, break down an opponent's defense. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, just with his, his body of work, how the Husker team did, I, I don't think that you're going to have too much of a lasting legacy. But I do. I mean, I'll always wonder, not just within his own career, but kind of what things – and, and, you know, things would have been crazy and who knows what kind of the turns would have happened. But if they would have been able to keep him upright, I think that would have given them a chance to collect a few more wins here and there. And what does that mean uh, for obviously your interim coaching at the time? You know, is that enough to kind of put him over and, and, and get him the job? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just you know, and, and so it, it, it is. I mean, you, your mind can wander a little bit. Um, there is a little bit, you know, it, I, I, I always remember, too, at that Northwestern, one of the best plays I'll ever see from a, a Nebraska quarterback is the scrambling uh, that he did on that play against Northwestern where it looked oh, like yeah. he was absolutely uh, left for dead and, and about to be sacked and, and somehow scrambled around enough, went backwards enough to find Marcus Washington. Uh, I believe that was Washington. No, it was it was Castaneda. Oh, Garcia, yeah, it was Garcia Castaneda's big game. Uh, he found IGC downfield. Um, and, you know, at that point, you're thinking, maybe, maybe we really have a guy here. Um, of course, Northwestern ended up being awful. Nebraska ended up being pretty bad too, so you know, take too many big takeaways from that game. Yeah. But I, I feel like that was uh, maybe close to one of the high points of his, of his career at Nebraska. Obviously, ending up with what he did against Iowa, I think that will always be commendable to break that streak. Um, and you know, they, they didn't play played her well. I, I, I think the the idea to completely gloss over the fact that you know he did struggle at times too it's not like he was he was great I mean Nebraska at, at times I mean even one of their wins against Rutgers they won 14 to 13 and he that was a gross game didn't have a spe- spectacular game um he was kind of up and down here that's and a there, defense but, legacy game but yeah. that's also you know the the winning touchdown just chucks up to the back of the end zone right a beautifully placed ball for Trey Palmer to slide and make the catch yeah those two are going to be forever connected in Nebraska Absolutely. lore yeah if you you know you talk about the 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 final season of Scott Frost, the three quarters of a season of Mickey Joseph, and the Casey Thompson Trey Palmer connection. That's yeah. that is what 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 twenty the twenty twenty two twenty three season is. And a lot of a lot of uh, hate for Scott Frost in his era, and I get that. But uh, two thousand yard receivers out of his five short five years. I mean, what could have been if they would have hired him the right only, away? You know, the I'm, only <laughs> the only two thousand yard receivers in in Nebraska history. And neither one of them had a winning record. Not even when close. they had a thousand yeah. yards. <laughs> yeah, uh, let, yeah, that's cool. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, in, in, you know, it shouldn't be that hard for Nebraska to get to 1,000 yards or, or players to get to 1,000 yards, but that's why, uh, you know, and, and people have different takes. Some people want to run modern offenses and try to keep up with Ohio State. Uh, Nebraska, to me, always, always has run, uh, you know, one on the ground game first, and I, I, I think, you know, there's always going to be two, you know, different elements of power and speed, and, and certainly at times if you, if you you know, have power and, and uh, you base your program around that and then you do run up against Ohio State, you might see it, you know, not quite measure up there either. You know, mm-hmm. speed might win that day. Um, but to me, that's that's what's going to build Nebraska back. I think that's what Matt Rule has as his plan. Uh, it's been my idea for a while, and I think since moving to the Big Ten, they've kind of gone away from that more than anything with their last two hires in Mike Riley and, 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 and Scott Frost. Um, can never – and I, I, I try to re- reiterate this as much as possible. I never necessarily liked Scott Frost's style. I kind of like Matt Rule's approach a little bit more with the physicality. Um, but next time Nebraska has a coach of the year that's undefeated, uh, he's a hot young coach uh, and uh, and has an, uh, at least a claimed national champion, don't let this this scenario burn you. Uh, don't overthink <laughs> it. That's uh, a, a guy that's won a national championship as a quarterback for Nebraska. I mean, it still is 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 – mind-blowing to me and we we're kind of texting about this the other day just how perfectly and how we all kind of felt like we were in heaven when Scott Frost was coming in beats Auburn mm-hmm. of all things before getting to Nebraska and it just felt like this uh, was perfection su- and it could have gone worse this was supposed to work it maybe it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be a national championship but it was supposed yeah. to be you know back to some sort of relevance for Nebraska football and the fact that it went the complete opposite direction and got worse than it was when he took over um, was not something that anybody. I don't care who tries to tell you that they didn't like the hire or didn't see or, or saw this whole thing coming right from the jump when he was hired. They're lying. Yeah. That's, I don't. I don't believe anybody that says nope. I didn't believe it as soon as he got hired. That's not. That's not true. People had their reservations. People. People thought you know he only had two years in the group of five as as a head coach. I don't know if he'll be able to, to, to have that same success here in Nebraska, but that's the thing is having the same success and having some level of success are completely different things. And everybody thought there was going to be some level of success. And it just, it just didn't happen. So, um, like you said, don't let it burn you. If, uh, if uh, Matt Rule uh, follows his same career path and leads Nebraska to a double-digit winning season and a New Year's Six Bowl in his third year and then decides to leave – uh, Nebraska's looking at, as you said, the hot young coach who won coach of the year and claims a national title. Don't just sit there and say, nope, don't that want didn't it. Didn't work with Ross, <laughs> so we don't want that. Like, it's, Couldn't build up a better prospect as a coach for Nebraska than Scott Frost was. Just didn't work out. Um, and and it's, it's, it's crazy that <laughs> to, to pair that with the fact um, that you just kind of picked the wrong former quarterback, Zach Taylor, another former yep. quarterback doing great things in the NFL. You chose the wrong quarterback. You chose the wrong former quarterback. Dang you, it. You made your own mistakes on the quarterback trail to let another, you know, the other transcendent quarterback that wanted to come to Nebraska um, in Joe Burrow. That's well documented, but it still stings. Um, just crazy how if you slightly shifted – you know, just hired the other quarterback, I suppose. Maybe what uh, Maybe just what could have changed. But, but, of course, at that time, I mean, Scott Frost's career was taken off a lot more 
than a Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, it's just it's it's crazy how it's folded uh, unfolded for Nebraska. And at some point, you know, it, it's almost it's it's sometimes you think about how hard Nebraska works. Sometimes it's just like I think they're due. I think they're due for some good luck. Uh, and hopefully that at least comes along uh, for Nebraska uh, this upcoming season. All right, let's take a quick break. Once again, we're uh, Royals coming up on our Noble Radio signal here. So if you want to hear the interview with Brian Munson, get caught up on Husker recruiting. We'll do that next on our stream. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter. We'll do that next here on 93.7 The Ticket.